let's pray this morning as we enter into um, this gathering. Father God, we must have you. We want the Jesus lifestyle. Would you teach us and train us how to be loved by you? We want to love you more. We want to learn to be loved by you. We want to sit at your feet. We need your direction. We need your guidance in how to live these days. Would you bless us in this time of preparation as we gather together? Would you heal us? Would you open up our hearts? Um, would you make them soft again this week? And we want to worship before you together. You are great. You are great. Be magnified in our lives and uh, center us on you today again, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning, family. As we um, enter into musical worship today, um, we just wanted to talk about this first song we're going to do. It's what we call an old school song. Um, and as we were doing this song on Thursday, I was just reminded of all the times in my life that I've sung this song like in different seasons of my own life. And then I started thinking about how I've sung this song in different nations around the world. I've sung this song in Spanish and in Indonesian and in German, which is just crazy to me. And so as we worship with this song this morning, let's just celebrate the unity of the global church, even as we worship the Lord. And whether you are full of faith this morning or just showing up here is your sacrifice of worship this morning, we welcome that. There's no pressure. And just as the song says, it's his responsibility to open up our hearts. So we just invite you to do that right now, Jesus. Would you open up our hearts? Yeah, stand with us as we celebrate his holiness. Thank you. 
gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do, because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us who do not live according to the flesh but according to the spirit those who live according to the flesh have set have their minds set on what the flesh desires but those who live in accordance with the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires the mind governed by the flesh is death but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace the mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God it doesn't submit to God's law nor can he even do so those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God you however are not in the realm of the flesh but are in the realm of the spirit if indeed the spirit of God lives in you and if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ they don't belong to Christ but if Christ is in you, 
And even though your body is subject to death because of sin, the Spirit gives life because of righteousness. And if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of His Spirit who lives in you. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we have an obligation, but it's not to the flesh to live according to it. If you live according to the flesh, you'll die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you'll live. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you received brought about your adoption his sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now for children, then we're heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share you said there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ. But Lord, if we keep focused on our flesh, on what we're able to perform, we end in, a, in just a dead end of death. But you have already performed in us, in Christ, what we cannot do for ourselves. So that the evidence of your spirit in our life, the evidence of our having received the good news is that we're sons and daughters. And the Spirit is bearing witness, is telling us, you're a son, you're a daughter. I just feel like that there's some symptoms of orphanhood the Lord wants to address. It's orphanhood and religion are really bedfellows here, that the symptoms are feeling judged, also being judgmental, focusing those around you, focusing on anything but the fact that you're loved and forgiven through the death of Jesus Christ. Him giving away his life for us and qualifying us to be okay with God. And then the evidence that we're in that space is we're feeling our sonship. So if you're not in that space, I kind of feel like there's a battle going on this morning a little bit for our sonship. Sonship, daughterhood, I'm just using that general term. If you're feeling judged by God or by others, we are not living by the Spirit. If we're judging others, we're not living by the Spirit. The Spirit says Jesus has already required the fulfillments of the law through what He's done. And we say, I give up. I can only live by the Spirit, which is I'm desperately hoping, God, that you have performed this for me, and that's enough. Can anybody relate to me today? Yeah? Okay. I can. I, I can just feel it. That's, but I just want to address it with the goodness of Jesus. Let's just take a moment here and sit in our sonship. Whatever you're sensing that's out of joint with knowing the love of the Father for you, that He's running the show of your life, that you're, you don't have to be afraid, you don't have to be angry, you don't have to be frustrated, but the Father has done everything already through Jesus to forgive you of all sin qualify you with him and that you're standing his son 
daughter. That's the good news. That's good news. So, Lord, will you just probe our hearts for just a minute? We're just going to pause. And let the Lord probe our hearts. If something feels yucky, don't suppress it. Just let it come up and experience it with Jesus. Say, Jesus, this seems to be different than what what the, the gospel is telling me.
chance to kind of sit in this space. I just find it's good to just wait, just just wait just a little bit longer. See if the Lord wants to do something else in us. He's never in a hurry, I found. I love Dallas Willard said when he was asked, describe Jesus in one word, if you land one word. Thought, he said, relaxed. Jesus, I think, was relaxed. He wasn't freaking 